0: Thank you for joining me. My name is Pastor Rick, Senior Pastor of At The Well. Thank you for joining us for this uh, special teaching uh, and this understanding that is needed uh, for every Christian. And the topic tonight, uh, it's a very heavy uh, subject, um, but it does need, uh, you know, understanding in in order for us to grow. In fact, I was uh, just uh, reading the word today and the Holy Spirit basically whispered to me, Uh, Every verse and every line in the word of God is connected and relies upon the other, relies upon what follows. And so there is an an understanding that is needed, required by the Christian. Uh, And so what we're going to talk about is conformity and transformation. What exactly is conformity and what exactly is the biblical (laughs) the divine understanding of uh, of transformation. It's very, very uh, deep. And so all of this uh, being based on Romans 12, 2, uh, you, you, and it's in the Amplified, so we're going to spend some time here, and we're going to go line by line and and kind of take this apart in the Greek so that we have a, not only an understanding, uh, a, a knowledge of this, uh, but we, we really need to know God what are you what are you expecting of me what what should i become everything is forward movement what am i now okay and then, which is basically conformity present day status and what am i to become all of this based on god it's we have to remember as, as a uh, body of christ and sometimes we get distracted with all kinds of things in the in the news uh, just like today and 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 the last night and and also in the global arenas, we get so distracted that we sometimes lose sometimes lose the understanding that God is requiring us to go deep in, so that we can number one grow from where we are, and number two affect the lives uh, that God wants us to affect going forward. Okay, so affecting past is. The past is the past, and sometimes we get caught up in that, and God is saying, look, if you understand conformity, uh, you're going to understand what the world is, and from a biblical perspective, and if you understand transformation, you are going to understand this word is completely different than what you thought the word was, okay? And this understanding is powerful, Uh, and so this message most likely will be two parts, because it, it requires some time that we spend in, in the Word of God and, and seeking the Holy Spirit's revelation and understanding for us so we can become greater than we are now in our divine relationship with God. So we'll look at Romans 12.2 from the Amplified Bible perspective. Um, and so the first uh, the line that, that we're going to read is, this: And do not be conformed to this world, Any longer with its superficial values and customs. So, from that first line, um, verse two, we are going to look at what exactly does conformed mean. It's a Greek perspective, it's a Greek definition, but it is powerful because God's understanding of conformity, He's against this conformity. He's against us becoming something that we were never meant to be. But yet we find ourselves on the path of becoming just that—that that, the very thing. And so we look at the Greek definition, and that is a, a fashion self-according. In other words, we are fashioned ourselves. That means we have participated in it. You, know, you, don't, you don't have a suit that's fashioned for you unless you what? you put the suit on or you put the dress on so that the seamstress or the tailor can fashion it to you. So in conformity, you have allowed this, this unfinished thing that was never meant to be you. That was never meant to be your forward movement, but you have fashioned, you're allowing it to fashion uh, a you yourself according to something. Now, this is not internal, This is some external thing. The world uh, affects you, and you are now conforming uh, to something that you were and never intended to be. And the word itself in the the Greek is a a compilation. It's a compound word, and it's called suskematizo. And that means a conforming, a pressing in of external things that are affecting your life, your speech. Your, your perspective, your vision, everything, from but from a worldly perspective. Now, uh, this, this, it says, do not be conformed. This is a warning, to not be like the world. God, from the very beginning of verse 2, is saying, do not, uh, which means that he has something else in mind, but we have to agree with the do not part. So that makes us aware, that we, which is w- what a warning is. A warning, uh, warning uh, you, the, the end of the road is coming near. Well, you don't go any further, you stop where you're at. Uh, warning, a storm is approaching. You don't go any further in the direction you were going because the storm is approaching. And so this verse 2 is a warning, and sometimes we overlook this. Do not do not be conformed uh, to the world, and, and God is saying, look, God, this is deeper. you got to look deeper because this here, this, this Romans 12, 2, this perspective is going to make you, is is needed to order to make you what God wants you to be. And and so our faith cannot grow in its proper fashion without a thorough understanding of conformity and transformation, because it's all about God. We, We look at this and we say, you know, do not, do not be, he's talking to you. He's talking to me. No, this is all about God because what we become affects the kingdom of God. And so I want to be everything that I can be for the kingdom of God. But if I'm conforming to the pressures of the world, if I'm doing what the world says, behaving at the world says, allowing myself to be fashioned as the world, I am conforming. You could read scripture all day long, but if your life is an indicator, if there's a manifestation of conformity in your life, then this means nothing. You're just you're, we're just reading verse by verse and saying, "Oh, we're selecting two things or these little verses, and we're selecting them because they sound good." And and unfortunately, that is a a, a very weak and cheap understanding of what God is saying to us. This is rich and it's deep, and so we need to go further into this uh, a relationship with God from a, a pure and divine understanding, and so. so uh, Romans uh, chapter 8, verse 9, just to, just to kind of add on to this, it says, however, you are not living in the flesh, controlled by the spirit, uh, sinful nature, but, by, but, but in the spirit. So we cannot go further in this understanding of conformity without including the Holy Spirit. I have to include the Holy Spirit because he's the bringer of conviction and the nature of conviction is change, as we'll see later on, that's an integral part of transformation. So if I'm conformed, there is no Holy Spirit in my life. I can talk till I'm blue in the face and say, oh, I'm moved by the Holy Spirit. But if I'm still conforming to the old nature, which is what Romans 8, 9 is saying, then I'm just, uh, uh, you know, satisfying the need to be vocal and sound religious. But in at the very end, transformation never comes. I'm still in the same place. We're still in the same place dealing with the same uh, uh, sinful things that that God is saying, look, these are part of the world. And if you're going to continue to go further, I can't use you. Well, one of the things that the Holy Spirit said to me was, God is a God of preparation. So he does not use the unprepared. So if you're not prepared, if we're not prepared, he is not going to use us. We can We can say that we're prophesying, and God has said this, and God has said that. He's going to use me in this end time. But if we are not prepared, and God knows who are the prepared and who are the the, the vocalized prepared, those that say they are, but they're really not, then he is only going to use the prepared because they have made the transition over to transformation. The hardest part of, of, of understanding conformity is that we need to see it. We need to see that we have been conformed. Uh, one of the things the Holy Spirit told me was not, we don't, we don't allow external pressures to make us into something that we are not supposed to be. So in order to uh, progress further, we need to understand, oh, wow, we need to recognize, what am I doing I I am being conformed to the pressures of this world or to the spiritual nature of this world. I I am doing that. And once we recognize that, then we can move over into that that transformation period. Because it's all about transformation. We're aware of conformity. We need to be aware of conformity. That's, That's the nature of conformity, is that we need to be aware of it. Somebody can't tell you you're conforming to the world. You know what? They can tell you all day long. But until you realize that you have been conforming to the world, it's a perspective. Once you see that perspective is incorrect, you can make that uh, your own, and you you can make that transfer over to that, that transformation. And that's what this is all about. This is what your relationship is with God. Is, is being changed we're not we're, we're, we're being changed because you know what um, there was a time when I was useless and now there's a time that we're useful and, and so we need to embrace that but we need to see our uselessness and we use we need to see our pathetic old man nature in order to move away from that. That's what this is all about. This is old man stuff and and part of the old man stuff. Uh, is a is a recognizing of that old nature. Colossians. This is a good scripture, and it it goes to confirm the same thing. Colossians chapter one, verse ten. The word of God says to you, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, and that in the Amplified is displaying admirable character, moral courage. And personal integrity. When we're not conformed to the world, we're in the right direction, and we are in a, a manner worthy of the Lord. Wow, this is this is uh, this is amazing. Because I didn't know that. Like sometimes I say, tell people, you know, you're you're not. Don't 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 keep saying you're unworthy. But now I'm looking at this. Is the Bible is saying to me there is a there is a way to walk worthy. Of the Lord, you can say you're unworthy all you want, but if you are transforming, you're walking in a way the, that is uh, good to the Lord. It honors the Lord. It gives the Lord pleasure because we are acknowledging we've seen what He doesn't want us to see for, or, or be from an, an early, a childlike perspective, and then what we do is we move over into this transformation period. Um, I think also that we need to pay attention to uh, the words any longer. Uh, so do not be conformed to this world any longer. And so that means that we were conformed, so there, wasn't a, there was a nature of us, uh, so that we were conformed. You can say, well, no, no, I, I rebuke the world. And, and No, it says here that before you were now, you were conformed. And he's saying to you, I don't want you to be part of the world any longer, which means that, and he is asserting that we were part of the world. There was a time that we were part of the world, but now we are being called away from that way of life. You you can't go back to that life any longer. Uh, And there is a divine expectation. This is a divine expectation for us uh, to no longer be a part of what we previously were familiar with in the world or previous ideology. God doesn't want us in that place anymore. That place that we were in has no connection to what God wants to do through us. And what what the, the, the end times are approaching, and as as these end times approach, there must be a preparedness for the army of God to rise up and get ready for what the end times will bring. Are we prepared? If we look outside our window, are we prepared to our spiritual window? If we are, are we prepared to do what God has called us to do right now? If, if somebody said you need to go into spiritual war right now, spiritual warfare right now, everybody would say, yeah, right on. Yeah, let me get it. Let me, let me add. It. No, the problem is you're still conformed. You haven't moved into transformation. You still conform, you're still part of the world, or you're, you're, you're balancing, you're tippy toeing, your high wiring act is tippy toeing between two worlds. And you cannot balance the spiritual with the natural because you, you will always fail. The verse, this verse, uh, verse two, is setting the stage for a larger and a uh, much more far reaching perspective. Uh, the activities of the world have been defined as uh, superficial. the verse has already tagged the world as superficial, fake, without substance, a uh, uh, shallow and and what what we need to uh, divorce ourselves from is participating in these values uh, in the worldly values. we need to speak as we're struggling and this is a struggle. We don't want to conform, but we need to see what conformity actually is, because I need to see what I don't need to become. Uh, and so the definition of value, uh, for as, as the word of God was uh, referencing superficial values, it's a person's principles or standards of behavior, one's judgment of what is important in life. How do we judge right from wrong? Are we judging it from a conformed flesh perspective, uh, which does not include the Word of God, or it may include the Word of God sometimes, but excludes the Word of God some uh, other times? Or is, are, we, are we participating in this, uh, because we're no longer conformed, but are we participating in this from a, our life from a biblical perspective? What God says is right is right, and what God says is wrong is wrong. There is no middle ground when you leave the territory of conformity. See, conformity wants you to waver. Conformity wants you in a weakened, watered-down Christian state. You say you're a Christian, but you kind of submit to the values of the world. And the values of the world are superficial. They're fake. They're not deep. They don't run long. And they're weak, and so God is saying to us right now that if we can see this, we're on our way to becoming something magnificent. But not yet, okay? Not yet. You you can talk about the old man all you want. You can talk about I've I've given my life to Jesus all you want. But if, as we're going to the next verse, but uh, or the next portion of the verse, if you've not left conformity, you're stuck. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to step aside, because I'm going to talk to some people uh, as they are being transformed. And, and this is a beautiful understanding of uh, the, the Greek word of transformed. The Bible says, but be transformed. So we've left conformity. And the Bible says, "And but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually. So you're you're always hearing me say, you know it's it, it's not about a religion it's not about doctrine it's about a teaching it's about being spiritually mature. If you are still childlike you're, you're you're dealing with childlike things your understanding is minimal but he is saying to the word is saying to us right now mature spiritually. So let's take a look at the word transformed. What exactly does the was the author thinking? What was the Holy Spirit trying to get across, not only to uh, to the Roman community, uh, but uh, but to us in the far-reaching, not far off, okay? For your children, not far off, here we are. And what was he saying to us? What was he insinuating? What did he want us to understand from the word transformed and the words progressively changed? So let's take a look at the Greek word of transformed. It means to change but it means to transfigure the, the, the word itself is a uh, uh, metamorpho be transformed and progressively change and the manifestation in the amplified is as you mature spiritually so now there needs to be fruit N- not not just the, the recitation the regurgitation of chapter and verse which does nothing for the spiritual condition. Remember, that was the old way of conformity. You, you, you could conform even to religious practices because those things are of the world. Tradition is of the world. Religious, Certain religious practices are from the world. So God is saying to you right now, this is this is a divine expectation. This is another one, a divine expectation. We're reading the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit is bringing to us right now, the divine expecta- expectation is change and nothing less. He, he's not accepting uh, a, 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 a how do I put this? A plea. He, he's not accepting uh, partial change. Uh, there's it's change and nothing less. That is reference in but be, but be transformed. You you can't give me an argument because this sentence goes on. This verse goes on. But be transformed the expectation is that you would leave the platform of conformity and come into the arena of transformation or otherwise metamorphosis. And so the divine expectation is change, nothing less. There must be change. If not, then there will be conformity. It's pretty simple. Uh, If you don't change, you stay the same. And if you stay the same, then you conform. Uh, If you don't, if you change then you have left conformity, and what you, are, what you are speaking is Holy Spirit. What you're speaking is God language. Uh, you, you're, living the life, you're living the life that God has decreed for you. You're heading towards, I should say, uh, the life that God has decreed for you. The change that is expected, and this is important, is constantly moving forward. Again, reinforcing the need for change. The verse said would be transformed and progressively changed, and progressively changed is attached to maturing spiritually. You can't just say, "Oh, God's moving me from platform to platform; He's raising me from the mountaintop to from the valley to the mountaintop." No, there, there has to be change, and, and that change is uh, pro- is progressive. Uh, that 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 change is needed. Uh, for instance, uh, the change that is expected. Uh, uh, that of a butterfly in a ca- in a cocoon it's ever changing um, only death awaits the unchanged from a biblical position. so in the natural a butterfly is changing uh, and, in fact this this word metamorpho is where we get metamorphosis change a- and, and so the the, the the butterfly in the cocoon if it never changes then only death awaits it. And it dries up, and it shrivels up, and it no longer has life. If we take a spiritual perspective. Uh, if we remain unchanged, there's only death. There is only death for those that do uh, that are, are not willing to change, because they don't understand the ramifications of living in a world that is conformed to itself. And God again is saying to us, "No conformity." At this time, okay, we're still going to move forward. Uh, In fact, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13 says, But now, at this very moment, in Christ Jesus, you who uh, uh, were uh, once were uh, far away from God have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Those that are no longer conformed that heeded the blood, that paid attention to what was done on Calvary, welcomed the uh, conformity definition and said, I'm no longer that, but I'm on my way to be this, Uh, because of the blood of Jesus, they're the ones that are going to accept progressive change towards spiritual maturity. I want to be very clear about this. The Bible is very specific. Spiritual maturity is not a discussion. It's not a testimony. Spiritual maturity uh, is not something that I can tell you. But it is something that you will hear. It is something, spiritual maturity, is something that you will see. And that you will understand. Because we used to be this, and now we're this. So it's very manifestation oriented. this is not a a, a, a kind of a, sim, a simple uh, event. This is a massively divine event. This needs to be a massive uh, cat, catalyst in our lives because the catalyst of something uh, just like Genesis, uh, the, the very first book, a uh, book of the Bible, um, what happened before was the catalyst. Okay, the creation even before Genesis one one, the creation, okay, was the catalyst for Genesis for us to begin our walk with God, uh, to, to un- see His understanding, to get to know His attributes, to get to know Him uh, from His uh, from His uh, expectations of mankind, and so we are we are understanding that. It's a progressive change. Progressive change is defined in the Amplified Bible as spiritual maturity. It's, it's simple as that. You, 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 can't, um, you can't separate uh, from conformity if there is no spiritual spiritual maturity, because that means you're still captive. And God is saying to you, I've got something that I need you to understand. I've got something that is very important for you to do for the kingdom of God, for my for my kingdom. But I need you to change, can't use you the way you are. And I, I don't need words, I don't need paragraphs, I, I, I don't need recordings. I just need you to change. And you and God are the, the greatest witnesses to that change. You will know that you will that, that you are changing, and God will God will see that you are changing. And so, when you declare and you decree that change is evident, it's forthcoming, is present in your life. God will be the testimony; He will be the confirming uh, attendee of that event in your life of that of that change. Um, as we go further, uh, it's important to note the divine correlation between catalyst of transformation and growth or forward motion, delayed. Um, if we get delayed or if we're halted or if we're interrupted, that is not mentioned, uh, it, 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 but it's, it's not mentioned biblically, but it's understood uh, to be dealt with through our spiritual maturity and our understanding. So if something comes along that's a, a distraction, if we left conformity and we've changed, we're spiritually mature and we can deal with that. We won't fall apart. We will. We can deal with that. Uh, but if we can't deal with that, then our faith hasn't grown, and that may very well be because we're still conforming, trying to juggle two worlds—the spiritual and natural—and I've already said that's that's impossible. You, you can talk yourself into it. Uh, you can believe your own words, but biblically, God has no middle ground it's yes and amen or it's no I'm on my own uh so we're going to move on to that the next scripture i think it's very or the next part of the scripture i think it's very important um and we'll we'll spend some time here and um and then i'll we'll have a part 2 uh next week uh for the remainder of this conformity uh, and transformation but the Bible, the verse continues, by the renewing of your mind. And in the Amplified, in its parentheses, uh, it says, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes. We've got to look at the word renew in the Greek. Because this, this is really going to bring it all together, uh, but we can really spend so much time on this. Because there's, re, renew is such, such a deep word in what God is expecting to happen God's not expecting me to uh to 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 process anything from him through regular sessions through mechanizations through practices and 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 all these things no there's something deep that's going to happen with by the renewing of your mind we're gonna we're gonna look at that word renew in the Greek one definition a lot of Greek words have multiple definitions But the way it's used in this is God is reaching out through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is speaking to us right now. He should be speaking to you right now. And what He's saying—the definition—is renovation. Renew is renovation. Uh, It's anachronosis. Uh, and again, it's it's a compound word. Renew, renovation. I think of old buildings that they've renovated, I think of old homes that they've renovated, I think of cars, uh, that, that old cars that are renovated. It is the tearing down of the present. This is the definition. The tearing down of the present condition, which is the old. It's an old building. It's got to come down. Can't use you anymore. You're unsafe. You have no value. Okay? Uh, uh, People are bypassing you. You have nothing to offer present day. You're a danger to society. A good earthquake, a good trial, a good faith test will bring you down. It's there, that, that old, to make room for the expected condition. What is that? A new structure. God's building something new through this renewing okay, uh, uh, you know, of your mind. Now, remind you this, and this is very important. People say, God, renew my mind. God's not going to renew your mind. God has made a way for you to renew your mind. See, you have to reach for the word of God. You've got a hunger and thirst for the word of God in order to be renewed, and it will renew you. It will renovate your old condition. It will destroy, demolish uh, your old uh, old condition, the old structure that you had become. And in that knowledge and awareness, something divine happens. There is a divine expectation. There is that word. We can't we can't get away from un, this divine expectation from Romans twelve two, because every Bible verse, every expectation or every uh, verse that deals with the human condition. Is attached to each other, but it's attached to Romans 12, 2. You want to know why? Because if you stay the same, the other verses don't matter. If you stay the same and reject transformation, I don't like that because it's too, it's too difficult, it's too embarrassing, or it's too time consuming, or there's too much expenditure. Uh that then you become the same person. God's not gonna be able to use the old structure. And it will be there will come a day when that structure will be demolished, and that's it. It goes away. You've all driven around town and you've seen old buildings go away. Nothing's built on them for whatever reason. And they sit there and they sit there year after year, decade after decade. The the land is there. The expectation of something big, the promise, the hope of something big is there. That doesn't never go away. But because of our disobedience and our obstinance and our whatever you want to call it, the building gets destroyed, and the work of God never begins. So we look at the need for the tearing down of the present condition to make way for the new condition. There is a divine expectation that the old structure be demolished, to replace, to be replaced by a new one. So uh, if we see an empty lot, uh, we can a uh, spiritual lot, we can say, you know, there was a hope, a God's hope remains eternal. His plan for an individual never goes away, but the individual has succumbed to conformity, has become the world that is much more important for him or her. He may talk a good talk about religion and God and, and the blood of Jesus, and but, but really, in essence, they're on, on a holding pattern. But then there are those who whose old structure, the old man, whatever you want to call it, it's attached to the old, uh, is destroyed to make way for the new, and you can see the new slowly building uh, little by little. The renovation process that takes place is expected to change one's mind or thinking process. The mind is where the battle is fought. So I want you to hear me right now. Those that are going through something right now, the mind is where the battle is fought. It's not fought in the heart. It's not fought by limb. It's not fought by anything in the natural. It's fought, the battle is fought in the mind. And a weak mind, weak battlefront. The enemy uses weakness to enter and to engage. The mind must be prepared. That's why the word of God says, uh, focus on the word. Set your mind straight on the word. The expectation that God has for you is that the mind must be strengthened. This is what He's expecting. He's not going to do it for you. The work is all yours. The spiritual work is all yours. He He's already done the the, the hard work. The, the The work has already been done. But the path is an eternal path that He wants us to to be a, a, a participant upon, which is why we we understand that, you know, you can't have a race without a path. And we, we know that we need a, a race. But if the path is uneven, it becomes very difficult. If the path is up and down and there are holes, you find yourself being halted, distracted, delayed. But he has made the path, and the path is straight. And he's expecting us to run this race, but we can't run it as the old, we need to be uh, renovated as the new. So the renovated, uh, the renovation that takes place, it needs to renovate our mind. It needs to renew our mind. And in order to renew our mind, it's the word of God. Uh, I, I, a lot of people, they, 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 they eliminate or minimize the word of God in their life. And it needs to be daily daily. Uh, feeding your mind so that the battle will, will that your mind is prepared to fight the battle um as the mind is strengthened and prepared it is because it is focused on the things of god and not the world so people fall apart in the world when they're conforming to the world and and, and he's saying don't conform to the world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind Okay, so in order to be transformed, it doesn't just stop there. There's an expectation that your mind must be progressively changed and seeking greater things, but the deeper things of God. So there is a there is an expectation from a divine level that we would seek more of Him, and He will supply us with that uh, revelation, which in turn supplies us with that gear, with that protection, with that armor that our mind requires, because the enemy is after your mind. So, in the same way, um, the Bible talks about, um, uh, you you know, values and and expectations. We'll go back and we'll, we'll read that again. It says, by the renewing of your mind. And then the amplified, that is, by focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes. And so, uh, as the mind is strengthened, we no longer focus on the world. We're all in this transformation. We're all being renovated from the old structure into the new. It's a never-ending process. It's always forward, never backward. If it stops, the, 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 the transformation process is halted, uh, and God's looking at progression. So it's a progressive movement. It's a movement going forward. Uh, the renovation process includes a change. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a change. It's a redirection of your values towards godly expectations. The things that matter to God matter to you. You no longer have the values of the world because you're no longer conforming. And so that is a transformation in, in and of itself. This is defined as the correct response to the trials of life and the way they are handled. Godly values. How do we handle the trials? With a godly value. How do we handle situations or temptations? With a godly value. In the same way, ethical attitudes are also revised. What's an ethical attitude? Well, ethical attitude is defined as a person's general uh, positive or negative feeling regarding that ethical or unethical behavior. So if we see a crime, we, or if we see something, we adjust to that in a godly fashion. It's understanding these things as the right way to understand them. And so from a, a God perspective, why is that? Because we have been transformed. We have been changed into something that it's on this progression, this, this, uh, on this conveyor belt, and maybe the conveyor belt is, is a wrong way to describe this, uh, because really the conveyor belt does all the work, uh, and God is expecting you to do some of the spiritual work yourself, uh, but a conveyor belt goes forward. It only goes one direction. And so in that manner, God is saying, there is an expectation for for you. This is a divine expectation. Romans 12, 2 is a divine expectation, and that expectation brings you ever closer to a divine victory that God has planned for you. We'll talk about that next uh, next time we get together uh, in our part two for uh, conformity, uh, understanding conformity and transformation, because this is an ongoing process. Uh, you, you, you can't say, okay, the Lord uh, has transformed me. No, the Lord is transforming me. The word is transforming me. Because the Bible doesn't say you, you, you've already reached there. You haven't reached there. And he uses the word progression. And progression doesn't have a stop. Doesn't have a halt date. And so I want you to understand that you're in a good place. You're listening. You're learning. And you're spiritually maturing in your faith to serve our king. God bless you.